I am your host, Jessica Anderson, and today I'm going to catch up with you guys a little bit. It's been longer than I typically like in between episodes, and that's because I have been having a lot of migraines, and I'm going to talk about that today. But first, I wanted to share a couple of things that have happened in the last few weeks, both good and bad. So I'll start off with the bad. And this is a content warning, I guess, for lack of a way to say that. But my son just went through a period of time where he wasn't feeling well and I'm not really sure what it was if he had some weird stomach bug or if he ate something wrong he's also been kind of in this very selective eating phase where basically he all he wants to eat are pretzels chocolate pizza and applesauce I think that's like the majority of what he eats oh and fries you know if we go out somewhere Anyway, so that could have been a big factor in why he wasn't doing so well. Um, But it was kind of a surprise to us that he started not feeling well. Normally, the kids get up in the morning, I have to change his diaper and get them some breakfast, and then we'll go lay back down for a little while to get some extra sleep while the kids just play and watch TV or whatever. And so I was going to change his diaper really fast. Again, typically just a pee diaper in the morning. And I just open up the diaper and I'm ready to slide it out from under him. And brown liquid comes out and spills everywhere. And he had been sitting on the couch. And so it got all over the couch, it got all over the rug underneath, it got on me, and it was a whole thing. Like, I spent <laughs> I spent the rest of the morning um, washing the couch and washing the rug with my little spot cleaner, like the Bissell green machine, which, love that thing, thank goodness for that. And, uh yeah, didn't end up going back to sleep. So that's probably the one of the worst things that has happened in the last few weeks. Um, now, if you're familiar with my Jessica Curse episode, then you'll appreciate this next, this next thing. We went to the pumpkin patch recently with my brother and sister-in-law and their son, and they were actually the ones that we were with the last time that we went to the pumpkin patch a couple years ago and we had been in the line to order some hot cider and we ordered at this same time at different windows um and this is all the same building all connected just different windows and they got apple cider and we didn't And then the people who went to the window that we were at after us also got cider, but we got told that the machine was broken and so they didn't have any. So we were literally the only ones who didn't get it. So 
fast forward to this year and we went in the line and I was like, hopefully they have the cider. We'll see knowing my luck. And I sent my husband to order at the window just, you know, to, to not have my influence directly in it. And they had the cider and they had the pumpkin cake that we wanted to get. And right before we ordered, the, there was this girl behind us who gave us a $5 coupon off of our order. She's like, hey, it expires today. I'm only ordering one thing and I have this other coupon already. Do you want it? And we're like, yeah. So that was awesome. And the $5 off kind of made up for the fact that earlier in the evening, we had lost some tickets that we had bought for the attractions. So it kind of evened out, you know, it's like a little bit of bad luck and some good luck. Um, Oh, and then we went to the table um, with the kids. It was getting late, pretty close to bedtime, getting dark. The kids wanted to eat pumpkin cake, but we had forgotten to grab forks and the bakery had just closed so we couldn't even go get any like it closed right after we ordered and then we were sharing the apple ciders with our kids and my son dumped half of the apple cider out on the table so you know pumpkin patch with kids uh good memories uh despite the chaos so Um, The last thing that I wanted to kind of share before I get into my main topic is I've been playing a game with my husband lately that has been pretty fun. And I think I might start adding this as a section in my podcast and just kind of share like the games that I'm enjoying currently. Uh, It's called Power Wash Simulator on the Nintendo Switch, I believe, and it's also available on PC. Yeah, so my husband and I get to play together, and it's literally just power washing different things. So they have cars and motorcycles and um, then houses, and we did a fire station and a fire truck and a fire helicopter, and we've just done lots of different things. Uh, They even have some DLC to power wash spongebob square pants things we haven't tried that out yet but we're kind of excited it looks pretty good so that has been like a little thing that we've been doing together that's been really fun just kind of like a little date or time together at home and uh, i recommend it i will give the disclaimer though that they kind of needed to polish this game a little bit more before they released it we've run into a couple of bugs like we were just power washing this carousel and we were 99% done we had one thing to wash and it was one of the poles that the horse was on and we were there for like 10 minutes trying to clean this one pole and it wouldn't get clean like we couldn't see any spots on it but it was saying that it was still dirty. So I had to exit out of that, go to a different thing to power wash, and then go back to the carousel. And then it worked. It showed the dirt, and we were able to clean it up and finish. So there's been kind of like a couple of quirky things like that, but otherwise a good game. So to get into the main thing that I wanted to talk about today, 
I have been having so many migraines lately and it's kind of been a real downer. I've had migraines like my entire life, like as long as I can remember. And at the beginning of this year, they were particularly bad, um, about the same as now where I was getting a few a week. And so I'll get one it'll be really bad for a day, sometimes two days, I'll finally get rid of it, but then I'm exhausted from having the migraine, so I'll have like one day where I'm not in pain, but I'm tired, really tired, and then sometimes I'll get like one day where I don't have a problem, and then I'll go into another migraine day, and so it's this like really sucky cycle And I was going through that at the beginning of the year. While I was going through that, I ended up getting this uh, really bad pinched nerve or something in my back. Uh, This was at the beginning of the year. And I was trying everything. I was trying to um, put heating pads and ice and taking painkillers and massaging it and like literally everything I could think of and I was in this terrible pain and so I decided to go to the chiropractor to see if they could kind of adjust me and get the nerve unpinched or whatever. So I went to the chiropractor and kind of set up this plan where I go, I can go four times a month uh, and pay just a standard rate and Uh, After a couple weeks of going to the chiropractor, I noticed that my migraines were subsiding by a lot. Like I was still having a couple a month, but it wasn't like the every day that I had been having. And at the same time, as I was trying to figure out that back pain, I also ordered um, some CBD products to use. And so I kind of used those in combination with going to the chiropractor to help with my migraines. And some combination of the CBD and the chiropractor made my migraines way better for a long time. And I'm not giving medical advice to any of you out there, just to make that clear. But um, that's what worked for me, which was great and kind of transformed my life. I didn't quite realize just how much of my life was affected by migraines. I knew that my migraine days were really bad and they hindered me from a lot of things that I wanted to do, but it wasn't until I stopped having quite so many and I gained a ton of energy that I didn't have before that it hit me just how draining they are on my everyday life. So having these migraines more regularly over the last few weeks has been kind of a bummer because there's a lot of things that I've been doing for several months now. I've been going out a lot more and getting a lot more done and during the day I find myself being able to keep up with regular tasks whereas when I have a bad migraine day, pretty much everything goes on the back burner. Everything that's not like absolutely necessary for the day. So 
obviously taking care of my kids and making sure that they're safe and fed and doing okay, like that's my top priority, but I'm basically doing the bare minimum that I can on those days for my kids. And that's kind of what I wanted to address today is, you know, there are things that all of us go through, whether physical or emotional, where we're not really at our best. And sometimes that can be really difficult to handle. Like, I know for me, I have this guilt that comes with wanting to take my kids outside more and wanting them to take wanting to take them to activities and not having my house as clean as I would like it. And on the really bad days, my husband, as soon as he gets off of work, I'm passing the torch to him to take care of the kids and then I go lay down. And so I'm missing that time with him. I miss family functions. I miss, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. I actually... I think it was last week I missed this cool experiment in the park with one of my friends because of a migraine and it just kind of throws everything off. It also, there there are things that I do because of migraines that other people might not understand. So, for example, our, we don't have a big house. Our house is, is pretty small and... Um, the main room is our living room slash dining room. It's the first room you see when you walk into our house. And that's where we do all of our living. You know, that's where we watch TV. Obviously, that's where we eat. It's where my kids play because it's their only real play space. It's where my husband and I hang out. And basically, we spend the majority of our day in the living room when we're home. And so, it's constantly scattered with toys. And so, I know that there's a lot of people who probably think that we have an abundance of toys and books and things for the kids to do. Um, And it often is very messy when people drop by unexpectedly because that's that's where we are and you know I can clean up my living room and then within five minutes it'll be completely destroyed like we actually had somebody over earlier this week and I had spent about an hour cleaning up before they came over all the toys put away it was everything looked nice but while they were there for an hour visit the kids had dumped out half of their toys, brought over a bunch of books. Like it, it didn't look like the living room had been cleaned that day. And uh, part of the reason is that I think kids should be allowed to play. I mean, how long are they going to get to play with toys and be a kid? And I have a boy and a girl, so there comes, you know, the Barbies and dress up and... Uh, play kitchen and just like all these things that my daughter's been interested in and then as soon as my son got old enough to play with toys we have dinosaurs and cars and dump trucks and all kinds of stuff 
it's just, it's turned into quite a few things that the kids enjoy doing. But I'd say one of the main reasons that I like them to have so many things that they enjoy, so many toys that they can play with, is that on these migraine days, them having things to do is vital for me making it through the day. I have plenty of activities, puzzles and Play-Doh and kinetic sand and coloring books and and watercolors and things that they can do as well as all their toys that they play with. And they honestly play with pretty much everything that they have. Occasionally I'll find something that they're not really playing with and then I'll kind of put it away to see if they ask for it and then maybe get rid of it. But for the most part, they play with everything. And it's how I survive. Um, Another thing that helps me survive is the fact that we watch movies and we watch TV and we are a technology-friendly household. And, you know, sometimes I think maybe my life isn't exactly the way that I would like it to be. But it's also kind of how it needs to be, especially at this point of our lives with the, with the age of the kids. They're young. And the most important thing is that I can make sure that they still have a good day despite what I may be suffering with. Oh man. So I don't know how many of you guys can relate to struggling with something like that. You know, maybe going through a really bad depression or having a surgery or I mean even having a newborn when you're so focused on just like the feeding and sleeping and burping. You kind of go through these points where you just have to do what's best for you despite what other people might think. And is it always your ideal? No, probably not. I have enjoyed decluttering my house and the idea of being more of a minimalist is really appealing to me, but there are certain things that that probably won't really affect for me, at least for a while. You know, maybe when the kids get older, it won't be as hard to have a clean living room. And so I kind of look forward to that. You know, I've also gone through the really deep depressions and in those times as well, you kind of just do what you can. And I I push myself at points where I know that I can push myself, but a lot of the time it's simply surviving the day. And just kind of hoping that one day when your kids are a little older that they can understand it a little bit more. My kids are young and I know that right now it can be really hard for them to understand, well, why can't we go to the playground today? Why can't we spend as long outside? You know, why is mom laying on the couch with an ice pack on her head? Why doesn't she want to read many books to me today? And hopefully someday... I'll be able to kind of help them understand that. Maybe. I just, on my good days or times where it's not as bad, I just try to give them my best. And I try to I try to give everything my best. Uh, that's why this podcast has kind of gotten dropped a little bit in the last few weeks. 
So I actually have some, I have two pretty funny stories about my migraines from when I was younger. So if the thought of throwing up makes you queasy, you may want to skip these stories. But the first one is, I would sometimes have to go to school with migraines. With how frequently I have them, it was just kind of inevitable, especially when both of my parents worked. There wasn't anyone to stay home with me or to come pick me up at school every time. And so I would just kind of suffer through the day with these migraines. And when my migraines get really bad, I throw up. I don't throw up nearly as often as I used to with my migraines because I've kind of dialed in the times where I need to take medicine to prevent throwing up. But I was riding on the bus to school one day with a migraine and we got to the school and I stand up in the aisle so I'm crowded by all the kids trying to get off the bus. And all of a sudden, I can feel it coming that I need to throw up. And I have had experience with throwing up at school. It's not pleasant. I threw up in a classroom sink when I was younger because I thought that I needed to wait to ask my teacher if I could run to the bathroom to throw up. And she was in the middle of talking to another teacher. And I was too polite. So I ran to the classroom sink and threw up in there. And I did not want to be remembered again for being the girl who throws up. So as the throw up comes up into my throat and into my mouth, I hold it in. I don't let it out. And it was really hard. There was like little, little bits that came out, you know, the sides of my mouth, but I held it in. And the kids were not getting off of the school bus fast enough. So I had to then swallow it. It's one of the most disgusting things I think I've ever done. And I probably would never do it again. <laughs> I mean, I've, I don't think I have as much shame about just throwing up if I needed to, if I was in that type of situation. But, you know, as a kid, I was... Like, I don't know, I don't want to be embarrassed by throwing up. Now here I am sharing it, you know, on the internet for all of you to hear. So maybe I should have just thrown up on the bus. But that's the first story. The second story is this date that I went on um, when I was in high school. I had this friend and he had told me that he was romantically interested in me and he was like a brother to me. I was not interested in him whatsoever like that. He was one of my best friends, but that was about it. And one day he said that he wanted to take me to the movies and he didn't really clarify if it was a date or if we were going as just friends. And I didn't ask him. I don't know why. And so while I'm getting ready, I'm stressing out. Like, is he going to try to hold my hand? Is he going to want to kiss me? Like, is this a date? Are we just friends? You know, uh, also my parents had to be there because I don't think 
I had my license at that point and he didn't have his license either. So we had to drive in the minivan to go pick him up and then drive him to the movies. And he was kind of out of town. So this was a long car ride that we are going to be having with my parents. So this migraine develops because stress is one of my biggest triggers for migraines. And I am just feeling terrible, but I didn't want to cancel. Again, I don't know why. I chalk it up to being a dumb teenager. And in the car ride there, he held my hand and it was very uncomfortable for me. And I am just closing my eyes and trying to make it through this car ride to make it to the movie theater. And we go and see this movie. It was not very good. I want to say it was called The Time Traveler's Wife or something. And I think, and I'm like pulling this out of the back of my memory. So I may not have all the details right, but I think every time that this main guy time traveled, he was naked. Like he didn't time travel with his clothes. So there were like these awkward nude scenes in this movie. And so that made me even more uncomfortable. And he's trying to hold my hand through the movie, wanting to snuggle up. And I'm like, he definitely thinks this is a date. And with the loud sounds and the big screen and this stressful interaction with my friend, my migraine is like so intense to the point where I start to feel like I'm going to throw up. And so I run out of the theater, but I didn't make it out in time. So I again am holding puke in my mouth as I'm running (laughs) to the bathroom and I'm just trying to hold it in with my hand and I went and threw up and I was like, oh gosh, like this is the worst date that I have ever been on. And so I slowly make my way back to my seat in the theater after I clean up in the bathroom and everything. And I think I'm good. And puking the first time made me feel just ever so slightly better. So I'm sitting there and again, the pain is kind of building with all of the stimulation of what's going on. And so again... I feel like I'm going to throw up. And so I'm running to the bathroom. And this time, the puke comes out. It's like on my clothes because I didn't make it in time to the bathroom. I, I guess I didn't have a good sense <laughs> of how, how far the bathroom was or whatever. Uh, so I have to go and clean up. I'm like washing the the puke off of my clothes in the bathroom and I'm just miserable and I can't remember how long it was after this the movie finally ended and I'm like I am not feeling very well I'm like I've been throwing up you know this whole time and still he wants to hold my hand as we go back out to the car with my parents And I told my parents to drop me off first because I didn't think I could make like the 45 minute drive 
to his house and then back to my house. And so my parents had to take him home on their own. And uh, yeah, so that was one of my worst dates, worst migraine experiences out of the house. I, I've had my worst migraines of my whole life while I've been pregnant to the point where I'm just like laying in bed and feel like I can't move at all because otherwise my head might explode and just feeling like man I should probably be in the hospital right now for how severe this is but I also can't even fathom moving from this spot so yeah they they get pretty bad I kind of have this regimen now where I try to avoid as many of my triggers as possible which is really difficult to do because I have a lot of them. I keep medication with me wherever I go. So I always have my bag with me. Like I don't go anywhere really without my purse or my diaper bag that has medication in it. It has, I always carry my sunglasses. I'm very sensitive to light. And so I really, like i really can't even see that well when I'm outside without sunglasses. My eyes water and I'm just squinting the whole time and it's like painful. But if I don't wear my sunglasses, then it usually triggers a migraine. I try not to stay outside in the sun for very long, even with my sunglasses and and everything because I get dehydrated and then get a migraine or just the heat of the sun makes me get a migraine. Um, I get migraines when the weather changes. I get migraines from getting too little sleep or too much sleep. I get migraines from stress. I get migraines when I'm sick. I get migraines if I don't eat in regular intervals. And I've even noticed migraines with some particular foods. And I know that a lot of people say that they get migraine, like they get, that one of their migraine triggers is like chocolate or cheese. That's not the case for me. One of mine is actually turkey. If I eat turkey in a sandwich or the roast turkey or whatever, I usually end up with a migraine. I'm not sure why. So... Yeah, very difficult. There, I kind of just, I just do the best that I can. Um, my neck being out is a big one, so I think that's part of why the chiropractor has hurt, has helped so much. Um, but I've also learned that having a migraine can actually make your neck kind of tense up and the muscles kind of spaz out a little bit. So I'm not sure what's the cause and what's the effect. It could kind of, you know, contribute to each other. I have tried migraine medication, like the regular prescription, and the medications didn't work for me. It really didn't decrease my migraines that much. Um, I know a, a lot of people suggest taking certain medications or whatever, and um, I've done magnesium it used to help like when I was a teenager, but doesn't really help as much anymore. My hormones definitely play a part in, in migraines. I, I usually have the most migraines like 
at a certain point in the month. So anyway, that that's kind of my experience. I think I think the worst part for me aside from how it affects my everyday life and like the guilt that I feel about missing out on certain things is just the fact that migraines are kind of an unseen illness and uh, like I remember this one time when I was working uh, at a restaurant and I got a migraine the day that I was supposed to go into work and I hadn't really caught it in time so I didn't I couldn't take medicine in time to stop it from getting really bad Uh, because my migraines it's not like oh I'll go take a nap and it'll be better you know or I'll sleep it off and in the morning it'll be gone I'll drink some water and it'll go away like I can do that for headaches but not for my migraines and so I hadn't quite worked out how to take care of myself properly yet and my migraine got really bad but I still had to go to work. I had tried to see if someone would cover my shift and no one would. So I go in and I talk to my manager and I'm like crying because I'm in so much pain, Um, even just standing there talking to him and it's like the bright lights, like the fluorescent lighting is really bad and I'm like, hey, I have a migraine. I really can't work today. And he's like, oh, you have a headache? I'm like, no, I have a migraine. And if you don't experience migraines, you can't even compare. Like I know there are some people out there who like don't really get headaches, have never had a migraine. Headaches don't compare at all to a migraine. And a lot of like, it's it's just so hard to explain the fact that your head is throbbing you know and you're sensitive to light and your vision is blurry and just like everything that goes along with a migraine and he's not the only one who's been like oh you have a headache like oh just take some aspirin you'll be fine or drink some water or whatever but like it's so hard canceling plans on people or not being able to commit to something because of migraines because a lot of people don't understand and I'm I know that there are plenty of other things out there like that but that's that's one for me that and like the mental health issues you know if you don't experience depression if you don't experience anxiety it it's just you know (laughs) you, you can't you can't really fathom what that person is going through, you know? So anyway, what I like, what I want to say to you is, first of all, if you're going through something like this, I feel for you. I know how it is. And I'm sorry that you're going through that. That's rough. Two, if you know somebody who's suffering from something, whatever it is, you know, just maybe just have a little more compassion. We really don't know what other people are going through. I was just at church recently and somebody got up uh, and somebody, somebody was talking and they were like, you know, the last few weeks have been pretty rough. And then there was somebody else who commented later and they're like, 
man, like, I'm so sorry that you've been having a rough few weeks. Like, you never would have been able to guess. Pretty much everyone has something or another that comes up, you know, and maybe some people suffer a little bit more than others, but maybe just have a little more compassion and maybe give yourself a little more grace on things. You know, I really struggle with comparison. I definitely have like the perfectionist tendencies and it can be so hard feeling like, man, they're doing it. Why, why can't I? But what you should be doing is just, just looking, looking at yourself, you know, like what progress have you made and how are you taking care of yourself right now? In our best times, like that's when we can, we can set the high goals and achieve them, you know, and in the times where we're really struggling, our goals might be a little smaller and that's okay. And uh, this one's probably a long one. Sorry about that. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. And I will catch you in the next one. Bye.